Let's. That was bad. Let's do it again. Let's do a podcast. Let's do it. In here. I am not a singer, and Paul knows it. I don't sing. Podcast. You're listening to the Beyond Limits Morning Show featuring Paul Armstrong and Corey Smith with positive, encouraging stories and Christ-centered messages. Join us as Beyond Limits starts now. What's going on, WHIG-TV, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify. Your boys are here with the Beyond Limits podcast, Paul and Corey. Yes. It's a lovely Monday morning here, beautiful sunshine outside our window, and we are here to talk about a great devotion with you guys, brought to you by the JLD, the Jesus-loving dentist, Brandon Nicholson. His book is now out, and if you want to get it, the title of it is Making Sense of the Struggle, Praying Like Jesus, and Stories of Faith. And it is available on Amazon. And if you want to, just reach out to us. Uh, message us on our Beyond Limits Facebook page, and we can direct you on how to get a good copy of it. And two or three or four of them, if you're that interested. But hey, we're talking about Moses this morning. And we're talking about feeling inadequate. Feeling like you're not enough. You've done too much wrong in your life. And how the Lord can't use you and how he shouldn't use you. Well, that's all a lie. Moses struggled with this, and we're going to talk about how you can break through that barrier and whatnot, and it's going to be really good. But let's start off with some verses real quick. So, by faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of the Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt, because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw who he is invisible. Hebrews 11, verses 24 through 27, excuse me. But man, that's some good stuff right there, man. Yeah. You know... What do you think when you when you listen to when you listen to me read that? When, what do you take out of that scripture alone, Paul? We got a lot to talk about this morning, but let's start with that. All right, yeah. Uh, so Moses' life. I don't know uh, if you grew up in Sunday school, then you remember that Moses, um, out of fear, his parent, uh, his mom's fear of him uh, being killed because of the persecution, put him in a basket. He goes down the stream, and he grows up in Pharaoh's house. All right, so um, uh, ultimately being. Um, I get, for lack of better words, kicked out of Pharaoh's house, but he goes out into the desert. Um, he ends up killing a man who was, he, he saw um, this Egyptian beaten up, like severely beaten up um, one of his Jewish uh, brothers. Right. And he ends up killing this man. Right. Okay? Um, he didn't know that anybody knew about it, um, and, and but that haunted him. Right. Because there's something clearly bad. Uh, oh, yeah. Um. But the Bible all, all <laughs> the Bible also mentions that Moses was uh, a stuttering. He had a stutterer, a stuttering problem, which at times I think I have here because I, I you know. Oh yeah, I have it every time. Words, <laughs> you know, because words. Yeah. But uh, so, um, but then God shows up in, in, in a burning bush to Moses and says, "Listen," because he's in the middle of the desert. He's been in the middle of the desert for quite some time now. God shows up and says, "Moses, I want you." 
to be the leader of my people. Right. You know, that are in captivity currently in Egypt. Okay. And Moses says, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. And from from his perspective, I under, I understand why he said what he's in the middle of the desert by by himself. Yeah. You know, and he's been gone for he's got all this that he's been carrying around on his shoulders for so 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 long. Hmm. And not only that, so you you have his past which you can look at. Yeah. But you've also got his physical abilities which were lacking, right? Which you can look at. You know, so you got two different things which he's he's holding on to saying I can I'm not a leader. Yeah. God, and at the same time God is saying you're exactly the person I need right now to lead millions millions of people out of captivity. And it's not just it's not 2019, okay? You you can't just show up, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, whatever and grow a following. He had to immediately stand up against Pharaoh. Yeah. You know, and then you got the plagues, which he had to call in. I mean, this position that he was going to get thrust into took boldness. Yeah, it was gonna it was gonna take somewhat uh, in the Marine Corps we called intestinal fortitude. It's that it's that that inside that is going to keep you pushing. Yeah, you know, backbone. Mm-hmm. You know, he it, it was going to take that, and he's like, I'm not your guy. Yeah, God, and God goes, you're exactly the guy I'm I'm looking for. Um, and, and I like this, Exodus 2, you got to remember, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, are called the books of the law, okay, or the, the Torah. Okay. Um, Moses wrote all of them. So the Jews, even, even until today, they go back to them. That's when we're granted the Ten Commandments, um, which is another story unto itself, which I believe is later on in this devotion, really awesome devotion book, where uh, Moses gets the Ten Commandments. But anyways, backtracking, going, going back. Um, so the first five books of the Bible are the books of law, the Torah, uh, written by Moses. All right, you get that. And um, we're going to reach into Exodus 2, 11 through 12. Now, one day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor back Egypt. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people, looking this way and that, about to do something wrong. About to do something wrong, what do you do? Every criminal ever. Where's the the security camera? You know, who's looking at me? Who's going to catch me? He he knew what he was about to do was wrong. Ain't no doubt about it. Um, He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people, looking this way and that, and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. He done. It's wrong. Yeah. Ain't ain't no doubt about it. Uh, You know, that is wrong. And then Brandon goes, Wow. This is so cool. I'm just processing that. Go ahead. I know. it, it, It. I know. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's, it's, I'm, 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 I keep getting more inspired by how his story is unfolding, and then how he's used later on. That's what I'm getting at. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Brandon goes. I could write a very lengthy book, and it's true. Um, discussing the faith of Moses, like the other figures in the Bible uh, that we've discussed. Uh, we went. We've gone through uh, Joseph, and I think this is world number four, right? I think it's number four. Yeah. World number four. Um, Moses too lived a life of faith in God. Moses' story spans the book of uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. So we could pick a number of stories from each of um, those books to discuss and have plenty to talk about for days. But let's look at the book of Hebrews to see what the writer has to say about Moses' faith in this chapter. And that's when Hebrews um, that you read, uh, 24 through 27, is reaching back. The author of Hebrews says that. Um, So it's really cool. Moses never lived 
with the Israelites where they were forced into slavery. He only lived in the plate in the palace where he could have heard anything he wanted. Yet he was not blind to who and where he came from. He saw the mistreatment of his people and then made a choice. Instead of continuing to live a life of luxury inside the palace of Pharaoh, he chose to be with his people. That is what is meant with the writer uh, when Hebrews uh, verse 24 through 25 says, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as Pharaoh's son and daughter. Um, so, I mean, it's in it's an incredible story. Yes. Because there's, there's people today... Um, and I, I like the fact that I look in Brandon's book. This is Brandon's copy of his own book, and he's got his own notes on his own stuff, which is yeah, cool. I do. But anyways, um, I like that as well. <laughs> I, it, it's and that's going to be worth a lot of money one day. It, it really might be worth <laughs> a lot of money one day. But it, it, what I like about this story in general is this: even even today, the well, the Bible, the Bible is full because we'll get through the Bible and then go into today. The Bible is full of stories of God using people who were unable. Yeah. We'll call it unable. And there's a quote that I posted up there. God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. Yes. And, And that's huge because in and of ourselves, we're nothing. That's right. We really are nothing. That's right. Moses was nothing. Hey. Now, the difference is... God reaches out to Moses. God equips Moses. And Moses, I mean, I can't imagine, and this is such a great, and I hope that this encourages y'all to go back and read Exodus. Imagine throwing, uh, God challenging you, saying, take this rod up, throw it on the ground. It turns into a snake. Right. And then telling you to pick it up. One, I'm, I'm mystified that this stick just turned into a snake. But two, I'm not picking it back up in the middle of the desert really far away from my hospital yeah i'm definitely not but he does and it turns right back into the rod and the power that went along and with him was exceptional yeah so what we want to convey is that the same god of exodus the same god of exodus you know five thousand years ago is the same god of 2019 Uh just as he equipped moses in exodus so too well, he equipped. That sound, sounded really official. No, yeah, I, I'm so telling too. you, that was. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he will he will he will equip you. Yeah, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if He has called you to do something, then you need you need to step out in faith. You need to step out in faith and trust God. Surrender to God, and you just got to have faith because the same Moses that said, "I'm." Not, I think he, he puts it as, I'm a man of slow speech. Yeah. He stuttered. He had a stuttering problem. He wasn't eloquent in speaking. Is the same Moses, just a few chapters later, who is standing in front of a body of water. You've got Pharaoh coming. Yeah. This is after the plagues. Pharaoh, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. Uh, after the plagues, he lets him go. Then he has a, um, a second thought. And it's like, listen, I've just lost a bunch of slaves who did a lot of work for us. We need to go get them. He's either going to bring them back or kill them. Yes. It's not going to be good for them. And Moses knows this. And all the millions of Jews, Israelites, who had followed Moses are now staring at a body of water. Yeah. And they're like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. We, we followed this guy. We trusted I mean, it's God. Good, it's a good paint, painting. It, it's yes. Your, it's your, it's your, 
just uh-huh. casting for the for the listeners. You. No, yeah, I mean it is. It, you know, it, it's it's incredible. Yeah. The journey that he's been on, and this is the biggest thing. And you, you, we've talked about this before. And well, there's other examples. There's a bunch of them in the Bible. But I'm glad we're talking about this one this morning, because we have. You talked about Moses in the past, and one of the things that you said uh, that stuck out to me is, you know, I like to focus on the big things that you know. And one of the biggest things in Moses' life was that he killed a man. Yeah. You know. And here's the thing, and you said that one day, you were like, God, I've killed someone. Yeah. I can't be this leader that you want me to be. I'm not righteous. I've killed a man. I've murdered a man. Like, what, 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 you know, and you're telling me that I'm fit to do these things for you. I'm not. He's, and he's saying that because he doesn't feel that way. And I can tell you that, you know, as, as Christians and as human beings, just in general, you know, we all feel that way. We all feel inadequate at, at some point in times in our lives. And, uh, you know, especially when we've been led, you know, God led Moses to, you know, those events. Yeah. Well, and we're led to events in our lives, and we it basically, basically you just get there. You get confronted with a situation, or you have an opportunity. Let's say you're given an opportunity. God blesses you with an opportunity. And you don't feel like you're worthy. You don't feel like you deserve it because of something you've done in your past. Let me tell you something. Everybody stumbles and falls and makes mistakes. If you, if you're pure of heart, I go back to what Byron said uh, a couple or a few weeks back, and then I reiterated it Friday. If you know your own heart and you know, you know who you are in Christ, don't, don't have this war within yourself because and i know this is easier said than done it's still going to happen but don't kill yourself over what you've done in your past and 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 just and your inadequacies and every and your flaws god knows about all those things and if he brings you somewhere he brings you and he blesses you with something then just trust in him that's having faith in the process that's a part of it you know um i can tell you that we, we we talk about praising him in the storm all the time that's that's a part of it, guys. You know, if you're if you're led somewhere and you don't feel like you're supposed to do something or you don't feel like you're you're worthy of something, you know, and you feel like you just there's just no way. Have faith. It, it may be a test uh, of your will and just and just and of your faith in Christ. You know, God wouldn't lead you that lead you that far to just you know abandon you if if you really feel like. You know, okay, I don't feel like I'm worthy, but I do feel like I was brought here for a reason. That's enough in itself in my book. Like, if you feel like you can, you know, with faith in the Lord, and you feel like, yes, I can do this with God, but am I supposed to do this? I mean, you consult with someone, but I would say most of the time you are. If God led you to that moment, you know, and that's, I think, what we were reading about this morning with what Moses was going through, and it's so beautiful here. God, I've killed a man. What? I, I stutter. I can't. What do you... Why me? Why do you? Why have you picked me? I'm gonna look like a fool yes. trying to do these things for you, and you know all along, you know, God's just saying, "Look, just trust me, son." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's it's so 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 inspiring. I I, I remember I told I, I had a conversation with a, a a fella not too long ago, and that was one of the things I was talking. About. I was like, "Dude, there's too many people that have failed miserably and succeeded in the end for you to believe that you're not worth something." Yeah. You know, that you believe that you still can't do something great, you know. God, God, I mean, he really does. The, we're talking about the equipped and how God equips people. I mean, he really will do it for you guys. You just got to have faith in the process. Yeah, uh, Brandon puts it uh, perfectly like what you just said. You got to have faith in the process. Brandon goes, now Moses, he, he didn't have it all together at this point. 
Uh, he hadn't yet fully understood what God was going to call him to do. He wouldn't understand what he was going to do until about 40 years later. After Moses killed the Egyptian, he fled into the Midian uh, where he started a new life as a shepherd. It was during this point where God called out to Moses from the burning bush and let him know that he was going to go back to Egypt to free his people from the hand of Pharaoh. Uh, it, it took a little convincing from God to get Moses to accept the challenge to go back to Egypt, but he would accept. He clung to his faith in God and trusted that no matter what he wanted him to do, God would be there to guide and help him along the way. Moses had been, uh, Moses had been away from Egypt now for so long. Um, he had started a family and was living a comfortable life. And remember, comfortable. And now <laughs> God was asking him to go back to a country where he was not welcome and to do something that seemed impossible, but Moses went. He was willing to get uncomfortable. He was willing to face suffering along with his fellow Israelites. He was willing to walk with God and watch him make the impossible become possible. That takes incredible faith right there. And I, I love this last part. It says, he preserved because, or I'm sorry, he persevered because he saw him who is invisible. Moses would have had a difficult challenge ahead of him. He not only would have had to lead people out of Egypt, he would have to become their leader once they were in the wilderness. He would face difficulty after difficulty, yet he persevered. He persevered because he had faith in the one who was invisible. He had faith in God. His faith is what got him through every situation. Faith. Faith. Faith, guys. That, that's, that's it right there, and I'm glad you ended with that. Faith. Um, there's going to be times in your life where you're going to feel like you've fallen short. And you know. And let's, let's also not you know, discount the good things too like you just said it yourself Moses had 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 he had secured a family yeah he was living a good life comfortable. Com he was calm everything was comfortable yeah. he didn't have you know he was like okay I'm good right here I'm 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 satisfied I don't really need anything and then this happens and you know we can just like we have fallen short in our lives we can also reach a, a place of complacency in our lives we yes. can be like hey you know I don't really good. I'm good man I don't need to do these things you know um, I don't need to start a mission. I don't need to, you know, go out and witness to people. I'm fine right here. I've got my family. I've got this. I'm going to church every Sunday, Wednesday, reading my Bible. I don't need to do any further. I'm good. And then all of a sudden, God will put a calling on you. Mm. And, you know, you, and then you'll try to fight it. And, and then he'll say, don't fight me. You know, yeah. and then, you know, you'll try to fight a little more. And, you know, just surrendering to your gifts because Moses might not have believed it, but he had gifts. Yep. You know, we, you might not believe it this morning. There's somebody listening to this podcast that has probably thrown in the towel and said, you know what? And, and throwing in the towel might mean, you know, I'm, I'm like we just said, I, I have a good life. I'm comfortable. I don't need to do any more. Yeah. You know, throwing in the towel, towel might also mean I failed. <laughs> I can't. I know I can't be a Christian. God don't love me, or I can't. I. I. I I'm a hypocrite. I, I've tried. I've done this. I've done that. There ain't no hope for me. That could be your throwing in the towel. But we got news for you this morning that you you can be another Moses. You don't know. There's. You have no idea how God is going to use you until you just have faith in the process. Faith is what. That's the biggest word this morning, guys. Faith. Just don't worry about what you don't have. Don't worry about what you've done. You know, don't 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 try to see ahead. Just have faith in the process. Let God let God be your your director, and just go where He's leading you to go. I mean, you can, if you keep God first place, you can't fail. 
So just have faith. If you're, I mean, we talk about being put in the hallway all the time. God's going to put you in the hallway. There's a bunch of doors. He puts you in the hallway. Don't worry about if you're going to pick the right one or not. Just just have faith in the process. You know. Yeah. That's the biggest thing we can tell you this morning is, you know, you're never too far gone. You never are, and you know you can be used. Don't you ever think? I think that's the biggest lie that people get, that that the, that the enemy tries to you know convince people of is, is you cannot be used. That you're worthless, yeah. and nobody's worthless. It's really not. And when you become a child of God, you are not worthless. That is the biggest thing I think people need to know this morning. If you if you were worthless, then that would make Jesus a a very interesting figure to have valued a yeah. worthless piece to yeah. come to come here and to die yeah. for you that that would make him an all-knowing uh, god a, ve- a very interesting individual to consider that worthless piece worth dying for and Corey said something and brandon pointed it out um comfortable yeah. and in 2019 we have got comfortable i mentioned it yesterday <laughs> during during the message you you can show up on a sunday morning specifically i mentioned this and if it is 70 Three degrees in the church, mm-hmm. or seventy-one degrees in the church. So, oh man, why is that temperature seventy-one instead uh-huh. of seventy-two? Yeah. And you look back, man. You look back at the earliest apostles. You look back at Moses in the middle of the desert, talking, you know, talking to a burning bush. Bush. You know, <laughs> and and the stuff he was going to have to go through. And like Corey said, have faith in the process. Every day they would wake up, and there would be bread on the ground, manna on the ground for them to eat. And what are you are you kidding me? Minus minus Sunday, and now you're like why? Or well Saturday because it, the Sabbath minus the Sabbath, because nobody worked on the Sabbath. So God would give them two portions on Friday to cover Saturday. Yeah. And you're like every day. So how how would you even be in in a part of the millions of of people, the millions in this the tribe, the millions in, of Israelites here? How would you doubt a God where when you wake up every morning? There is food for you to eat. Yeah. And it's because they had woken up every morning and there's food with consistent. God was very consistent. Yeah. And then they became complacent. Yep. And and, and that's one thing about the church. The earliest Christians didn't have the lug, luxury, didn't have the luxury of being complacent because they were being persecuted. They were being persecuted. They were being chased. They were being persecuted. Christians in America don't or that's not happening anymore so what happens we can and do become complacent so now we worry about uh, the temperature in the church well I, ca- I can't worship if it's 71 degrees because that's just that's too cold yeah and read the bible read the bible and fall in love with god and say i'm going to worship him no matter where i am no matter what circumstances i am i'm going to tell other people about god moses felt inadequate too moses felt that he had done things that were too wrong for God to overcome. And God said, you're just the person I want. And, and that, that goes back to how you can be used in the same manner, guys. If, if you if you can fail, and you can fail again, and then you can fail some more, and then you can go and still be used, guys, what, what example are you setting for other people? I mean, it's a beautiful example. Like, you're thinking, some people are listening to that, like, well, Corey, is it really? Yes, it is. You, you can go out there, and you can show people, 
that failure really ain't an option. You know, you, you, you are a, a story of redemption within yourself. And you can, you can go out there and you can spread that. Tell people about Moses. Tell people about yourself. Tell people how God has used you and where you've been in your life. You know, Paul and I have been to seminars <clears throat> and we've heard people speak. And we've, we've, the same, these same people that are really gifted speakers and they've done great things, you know, uh, to spread the gospel, they had, they had times in their lives where they weren't that person that we're sitting up there listening to talk. They were complete opposite. Yes. They were extremely, you know, I, I mean, you can do it, guys. There's nothing, there's nothing holding you back but you. And, you know, don't believe the lies of the enemy. There is so much within you. And, I mean, that's just a part of life, guys. You know, you, you start one way. We talked about it last week. It's not how you start. It's how you what. It's how you finish, yeah. you know. And, and the Lord knows that. He, he, he knows every failure that you're going to take before, you, before it happens, yeah. you know, because he's, he's building you. He's using you for something great, you know, and something great may differ from one person's something great may differ from another person's something great. Greatness is, I mean, you can't really, uh, you know, there's not really a cookie cutter, you know, sheet for it about, oh, this, this is what, what it takes to do something great, you know, for Christ. And no, there are so many different ways God can use you. And, you know, again, it all goes back to faith. It's, is do you have faith in the process? And there's no way I could tell you that there, there, I'm being honest when I say this. I don't, I don't know. I never really knew, uh, and still don't know fully, you know, you know, how God is going to use me completely. But, uh, sitting here doing this podcast this morning, I didn't foresee this, you know, um, Paul, I mean, I'm thinking back to a little over a year ago, you know, Paul's like, hey, we got to do these devotions. I'm thinking, well, why? You know, we're going to do these devotions. You know, this is, it's fun, but where's it going? What are we doing? And now we're sitting here this morning and I don't ask any more questions, really. I just show up because we're led. You know, what? Yeah. After, after you get a point, when you reach that point where you're like, all right, I'm not going to ask any more questions. I'm just going to do, you know, and then God starts opening more doors and he has man he has opened up a lot of doors for us and um i don't and i really the biggest thing we're feeling it's not really you know uh exposure and people are fame and we're getting a bunch of likes and followers that's happening but really we're just feeling a lot lot of love man yeah you know we're feeling a lot of love from this family and and, you know people are reaching out to us and we're learning and we're, we're hearing stories of success and and stories of triumph and stories of you know inspiration and that's beautiful, and that is all just painting this lovely picture of how people can just be another Moses. They they really can, you know. And uh, we really would love to hear more success stories about how people have failed, or they believe they've failed, and then they they you know redeem themselves, and God's been using them. God, if you can if you can tell us how God has used you, that's one of the most beautiful things for us to hear as uh, podcasters and being who we are. We love hearing how God has used people. Yeah, you know? and, and that's cool. The um, Our comment section, because we are on Facebook Live while we're doing the podcast, is blowing up. Uh, one of the comments um, from a guy named Corey Falaw. He was at a, an event this weekend that he put on that exploded. It was really good. It was a men's conference, Iron Sharpens Iron. He goes, uh, one of the biggest things the speaker said was, are you sitting on the premises or are you standing on the promises and then Bob and Deb Armstrong comes out with great scripture to build us up in the faith um, to help us step out of our inadequacies is Ephesians three seventeen through 20 it is depending upon the amount of God's Holy Spirit that you are willing to let the Holy Spirit have but to start uh, with read 
that uh, Ephesians 3, 17 through 20. Trust his, God's wanting more for our life than we can see by the natural sight of our fleshly eyes. And there is something exciting about removing that stress of where the next step's going to be and giving it to God. There's something exciting about watching him open doors. It's a very fun process. Um, At first, it is nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah. But then when you start to see him come through time and time and time, which he will, time again, there, there's you, you can't beat it. It's nah. exciting. It's fun. It really is. So, And it's not, you know, think about it. You go into, you know, uh, you go into a casino and you start gambling. <laughs> you don't know where your money's going. There's no, it's not the same with God. This ain't a gambling thing. When you keep God first place, you don't know. But there's a lot of there's a different comfort level here. You're, there's comfort in not knowing. Yeah. Don't try to dictate too much. Just just let God lead you. You know. And that doesn't mean that you're gonna sit there and risk a ton of things. You know. God's not gonna you know just strip you of of what you need. He's gonna strip you of what you don't need, and he's gonna point you in the right direction. That's good. You know what I mean? You know, people a lot of times they're you know when they make have to make a decision, and they're thinking about you know oh well, I don't. Uh, you know, I, 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 this is all I've known all my life, and if I if I step this way, I'm not going to know this anymore. Well, it, it's probably because you don't need to know it anymore. You know, um, I, I can tell you that there have been times. You know, it's just like tithing. Yeah. You know, we don't. You, you know, there's a, there's a phrase out there: if you give God glory, He'll give you favor, and it, it's it's so true. You know, and and, and you you don't get into this type of life because you know you you. you you don't do it because, you know, you, you just want. You do it because, you know, of the grace and mercy that the Lord's providing you, and it is humbling. And you really do. You feel that way. You can't help but feel that way. But I can tell you, God will bless you if you just put yourself on his path that he has set for you, and you don't ask him so many questions. Now, don't get me wrong. I've, I've asked him a lot of questions, you know, and I'm not saying that's not going to happen. But the more comfortable you become with just listening to the Father and letting Him guide your steps, the less heartache and the less, you know, wrestling match you'll have with Him. And you'll be able to it's be – it'll be a smoother walk, so to speak. Um, it's really – it really is a beautiful thing. And, you know, it takes a lot of pressure off of you when you don't have to sit there and ask a lot of questions and you don't have to think about a lot. It is a beautiful thing to not have to sit there and think, guys. Like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I feel like God's leading me to do this and – I'm just going to do it. I normally wouldn't do it, but uh, I'm just going to pray about it. And I, and I don't really see a, a huge risk here. Let's just see what happens. And then I don't know how long it takes. There's no set time frame. It could be the next day. You'll be like, wow, I'm glad I did this. Look what happened. You know, yeah. It really is a good thing. You know, I, I'm telling you, I, I, can't, I can't speak on it enough. You just guys got to just have faith in the process. It's beautiful. Yeah. So uh, where we want to leave y'all today, and I'm looking to the live stream camera, and we're speaking directly to our podcast right now, uh, whoever's listening, whatever you're facing, if you are being called by God to do something, and the thought, which is probably going to happen, um, especially if you're just starting out, the thought that crosses your mind, I can't because. Well, you can because he. Come on. Okay? Wow. Check that out. Or, hey, I've done too much wrong. Well, thank God he's given you grace. You are faced with a decision this morning, and a lot of y'all are like, maybe it's a new job, maybe it's a, God is looking to direct your lives, and you have the option. You have the option to say no to God. We have free will to say no to God. I, I, I see your plan. I don't think I'm capable. Or you have the option in 2019 to 
act like Moses did, be like Moses was four or five thousand years ago, and say, you know what, God, I'm not, I'm not physically able, apart from you. I've done too much yep. apart from you. But I'm willing to take a step, and that's what it took. It took one step toward Egypt, and then another step, and another step, and eventually, eventually that same Moses who said, I'm not able to, is the same exact Moses who's standing in front of the sea, holding the rod up, saying, check out what my God's about to do. And he smashes it, and he, the sea parts, and they walk, they walk across on, 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 on dry ground. You know, and he has people raising his arms up to keep it raised up in the air. That's the same. Look how God will grow your faith when you show that that you are faithful. That's right. God will grow your, and it will grow, and it will grow. So it all starts with that first step. Take that first step. You talk to God through prayer. In the New Testament, you read through prayer and supplication. Okay, so you talk to God. You learn about God. You read his word. You talk to God. You learn about God. You read his word, and you do not stop. You have faith and have fun in the process. Yes. Have Man. fun. Don't, don't think this is not a task you cannot have fun in. That's right. Have fun. Have a blast doing what God's calling you to do. That's wonderful, man. I, you know, as we get, look to end this podcast this morning, you, you guys have power, man. This is exciting. You should be. We're excited for you because, you know, Somebody has already said on the live stream this morning, wow, I needed this message. And guys, now you have some power. Go out there and use it. Like, don't be don't be worried about what you've done and or worry about how comfortable you are. If if you have a calling, don't 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 fight it. Just go with it. You might not be able to see it, but you're not sometimes you're not meant to. We don't need to see everything. We have a, I've always said it. We've always humans, we have a we have a really, you know, uh, you know, we have a, a a need to know we want to know we need to know sometimes you don't need to know yeah you know just 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 walk the path the lord has set for you and there is power i'm telling you when you don't have to worry about you know what you've done because of grace and you don't have to worry about decisions that need to be made you just make them i mean how powerful is that man that, that is just such a good thing to not have to stress yourself over anymore yeah so go out there and do it guys you guys have it within you um Direct message us on our Facebook page and tell us about any success stories you have. We'd love to hear them. We'll talk about them um, and because we, we definitely look forward to having more stories um, as presented in Scripture because there's plenty of individuals, you know, that have, you know, fallen short, but God wound up using them anyway. And Bible's you can also be, you can also be one of them. You yeah. know what I mean? The, Bi- the, the Bible's full of the, the Bible's full of God, a perfect God using a perfect God using imperfect people to do and accomplish his perfect plan. That's right. You know, um, it, it's full of it. I mean, you can't even go through them all right now in such a short podcast, but it, it is. Read the Bible, open it up. It's an exciting book. It's a, it's a great love story, but this one has been awesome. Yes, it has. Stories of faith from the Old Testament today was Moses, live on faith, trust God. Trust Amen. God. That's trust what I'm talking about. God. Hey, if you're on the live stream, don't go anywhere. Yes. If you're on the podcast, we'll see you on Wednesday. Absolutely. Have a good Monday. Oh, and by the way, it is uh, National Post Office Person Day. Is it really? Mail Person Day. So <laughs> the mail should be getting ready to get started. So if you're out there and you're listening to this before your mail person comes, throw them a gift out there. Absolutely. Leave it for them. It is. I, I almost forgot to mention it. <laughs> they, they do a lot of work. They have to deal with a lot of stuff. So uh, your postal worker, thank them today. Today's the day for it. We love you guys. See you on Wednesday. Later. God bless you.